You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. All right, we have a super big group ride this week. Uh, Sarah is back with us, and we have a special guest. Sid is joining us on our group ride. Everybody say hi, Sid. Hi, Hi, Sid. Sid. (laughs) Everyone, thanks for letting me join. Thanks for letting me join. And this is going to be our last episode of the year. We'll be back in January, because we're going to take a two-week break. Um, I feel like we all need a break this year, don't you? I don't know. I I took a break last week, so I don't know what you're talking about. I, I feel like I've just come back from holiday, but I still feel like I need a break. <laughs> I feel like it was more stressful traveling than it was like <laughs> doing anything else. This isn't one of those things where like, uh, you know, my editors used, were always used to say like, that sounds like a Kelly problem. I'd be like, yeah, a lot of people are really stressed out right now. And they'd be like, no, I think that's you. <laughs> so what are you guys doing for the holidays then? Right now I am literally working on my Christmas cards while we're, we're recording. Oh, you're writing them as we're recording? Interesting. No, I mean, <laughs> see, here we are. I mean, it's a podcast, so you can't see. <laughs> Super cute family photo. Super cute family photo. Just got them printed. Nice. As long as as long as long you're not trying to, you know, send personalized notes while we're podcasting. Can you imagine? You'd be like, I would, if I did that, I'd like start writing, you know, wishing you a Merry Christmas and then like, accidentally verge into and Daniela Reef in you know in, or something yeah, like that and they, I'm not the that good at would get a Christmas card and be like what's this mean <laughs> I am trying to decide if we should get a Christmas tree and maybe you guys do you guys do real Christmas trees and most importantly I'm trying to decide if we should go to one of those places where they give you a saw and let you cut down your own Christmas tree yeah that's gonna be really cool I've never done that Surely that's got you got to do that. Wait, do they do that in California? I feel like they're yes, too, yes. too granola over there. Yes, they do. Granola? What does granola have to do? Oh, He's trying to say right. we're too hippie. We don't let you cut down yeah. trees. But that is as wow. someone that as someone that grew up okay. there, that is what I meant. Yeah. They're tree Jocelyn. huggers. Tree huggers. I had to visit a Christmas tree farm a few weeks ago for my other half of my job life. And they are real, okay? Okay. They're here. Yeah, no. Oregon, the the hub. Did you know that? For Christmas tree farms? Mm-hmm. It was killing those baby trees. Mm-hmm. Oh my. my grandmother used to keep her Christmas tree in the attic with all the decorations already on it. All we had to do was take that sucker downstairs and stick it in the corner. That's <laughs> impressive. Like, how do you, how do they stay on? Are they like super glued on? It was like one of those pre-lit Christmas trees. Uh-huh. And then she had like, uh-huh. uh, they were, I think, blue and green bows and huh. drag okay. it downstairs and plug it in. Minimal effort. I mean, I like that. It's very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. About four hours ago, we chopped one down. So. Well, yeah, but you like oh, to live okay. in the woods, so that makes more sense. Yeah, they just walked <laughs> out into the back garden. We went to the backyard. <laughs> chopped it down. <laughs> Had to scare out a few raccoons first. Right, right. <laughs> Well, most of my Christmas dec- decorations are either in a box in New Zealand still from pre-pandemic or in Spain. So I've kind of had to 
elaborate i haven't got a real christmas tree i'm just looking i've got one that hangs on the wall i'm looking it's over there but that's i'm going home for christmas back to my parents and i kind of like that's one of the things I like about going home because mum does do everything right. like mm-hmm. decorate. We've got they've got a big old house and it's like wreaths and big real Christmas tree and everything like that. Mm. But I am in a panic because we also have to make homemade Christmas presents for stockings for the family. We've done this for years and it stresses me every year because I'm like not really that artistic or what kind of stuff do you make? Well, actually, they're probably not going to listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> probably, we've had everything like belts, lights, lamps, huh. toys. Um, uh, actually, I can this again. Again, this is this is this is a podcast, so like nobody can see. But this was made by one of my one of the family members. Right. Which is For like our listeners, pipe. it's like a copper heart pipe. Yeah, <laughs> a copper piping made into love heart. So yeah. Um, and I got back from Patagonia and I was like a bit stressed from getting back or tired, I should say, from the race. And then I was in like, oh, my God, I've got like 10 days before I go back to the UK and I still have three homemade presents to make. Hmm. They're going to let you get on the plane with copper pipes. No, that's from before. <laughs> oh, that's from before. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you think this I can't is even get on with bottle and, water? Yeah, and decided I'd make like homemade Christmas decorations as right. well. Like I've just hmm. given myself like the stupid task. I, I think feel Christmassy. This is when everyone gets a mixtape. Yes. Oh, oh my yes. god, mixtape. That is homemade. Yeah. Mixtape. Aaron's like, what the fuck? <laughs> All the bad music of Christmas past. That's what a mixtape is. What do you do yeah. a mixtape on nowadays, though? Like right. just like a Spotify a play- playlist. 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 <laughs> it's, you can't even touch it. It's ethereal. <laughs> All right, we are actually going to ha- talk about triathlon today. I promise. Uh, we are going to talk about all of our favorite moments of the year and what we're looking forward to um, next year. And of course, we'll end with Sarah's last random question of 2023 after this break. I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a new Feisty Tri sponsor. Precisely because of their commitment to education and to making sure that all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like, did you know women often underfuel and more typically complain about gel consistency, which I know I personally like really love the light and easy to get down precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. But the most important thing is to test all of this yourself. And that's why you can use Precision Sweat Testing Spreadsheet to do your own testing and to calculate your own sweat loss. And look, like I know that can sound intimidating. I also was, uh, but it's really super manageable. When you enter your numbers into their formula, it spits out how much sweat you lose, how much sodium, and then you can calculate and figure out what works for you. And then you can book your totally free consultation with their sports scientists who will walk you through your own race plan. You can find all of this information and a ton more on female fueling, hydration, things to know in the Precision Fuel and Hydration Knowledge Hub on their website. And you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and their specially formulated flow gel, which is made just for how people fuel in long course triathlon. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. That's FTP, the number 15, like feisty triathlon pods or like functional threshold power. FTP15 at pfandh.com. 
Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using Amino Coast Heal as part of your like post-workout recovery, right? Yeah. It seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie. And I love that it helps accelerate muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah. And so you use the AminoCo heel chocolate. How do you like it? How does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like, tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at AminoCo.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's AminoCo, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing and use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. All right, Alyssa, I'm like starting to swim more again. And I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with, oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year and I used to try hard, Kelly, and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan dermatologically tested proprietary blend. TryHard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're gonna need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of TryHard. I think it's like definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now too, for anyone who wants to try, you know, Try, try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20% off store wide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20% off at tryhard.co. All right, I told you all that you couldn't pick Kona as your favorite thing. So first, we're just going to talk about Kona <laughs> because I felt like I felt like if we were like, oh, what was the biggest, most interesting thing in like women's try this year? It's like your instinct is to be like, oh, the all women's Ironman world champ. So we can't all say that. So let's just go ahead and say like that was really cool. And what was your favorite part about that? That it was all women, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You Jocelyn's mic. <laughs> it was really nice though. I like was not, and I mean Sarah, I think and Sid will back me up with this on the ground. Like I had not anticipated like how nice it would be to have not men there. Like I like guys. I have plenty of guys that are friends friends that are guys. And it was just nice to like be like, oh, we can do all the jobs, we get all of the stage, we are entirely here. I think yeah. I, I don't know what Sarah felt. I think that was the biggest thing that I kind of 
was a sort of light bulb moment or not maybe like like we went to some of the events with brands during the week yeah. and you know like for me so the the hoka event and stuff and i'm suddenly like you know you're looking around and i'm like oh actually this is just for us like it's the whole attention is just on the women and that was like that was really cool like we weren't just an add-on or yeah only given part the rehearsal part focus as the, the rehearsal as people kept saying as to me people, last year yeah, yeah last year we were the rehearsal and they're often the rehearsal for other events that do two days now but yeah I like the cleaner coverage as I, I wasn't there so watching it um on YouTube the coverage was a lot cleaner and this is the first time I've I've known personally a lot of people that were there. So I had a lot more fun tracking everybody. Yeah, I, I think I was really concerned it was going to be a, like the equivalent of Shrink It and Pink It, mm. where it wouldn't, it would feel as though it was minimizing what all the women were doing. And instead, it felt very much equivalent to the race situation you would see for a whole bunch of men. Like it wasn't, it wasn't dumbed down. The coverage was was good. It wasn't like yay yay women like too much like girly girl power nonsense. It was there was a, there was a lot of that. Oh, a little bit, a little, <laughs> yeah. bit. a little bit, but it wasn't too much. Yeah, to your point, like we still yeah. covered the sport. Yeah, but the yeah, racing the... was off the chain, so there was no way yeah. it was gonna it was gonna be like that. The strategy and everything it was it was exciting. Yeah, yeah. I think that was part of it from following from Sarah's point, the fact that we had mm-hmm. the best, the top women, like there wasn't mm-hmm. anybody missing. missing from that start. Okay, you've got some half distance specialists that, that haven't stepped up and you know might not step up and that's fine to the full distance. But if you looked at full distance specialists in the world, everybody was there. And that, I don't think that's kind of ever happened. Like there's normally a couple that are injured or haven't right. for whatever reason yeah. aren't there. But this year... And that's what I think helped us get the recognition. And it wasn't the shrink and pink because everyone was actually like, oh, shit, this is the best start list that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, but it it could have easily been um, like with the, the marketing, the brands. I was a little worried you'd walk by the expo and it would be all like, you know, peace and love and happiness and unicorns. And, and no, and it was it was racing. It was, it was racing. Yeah. Yeah, there were like, like, and you could, I mean, to you, yeah, there was points where it would like come and go, right? Like, I mean, you yeah, at the press yeah, yeah. conference where I like, there got to be a point where I was like, okay, I'm tired of too many mom questions. And I had to like get up and ask some random strategy question just because I was like, I can't handle another like feel good mom question. Yeah, um, absolutely. Right, absolutely. right. Yeah. So, like, it was like up and down like that all week where you were like, okay, well, enough with the little girl sobbing. That's nice. Like, that was a whole thing. But then we had to like go back. So, I like the uh, amazing finisher rates how they basically broke records for the first time all the swimmers finished and then how many the percentage of the field which really went against a lot of the naysayers saying like oh like this is like a weaker field you're letting like it's too easy to get in and then just like the amount I think the amount of the elite women that finish under nine hours and then the percentage of the field of the age groupers that finish under 12 hours it was a lot. It was just like elevated the women's field from anything we'd seen before. It also made it very easy to shut down. Like I got my massage guy a couple weeks ago was like, well, I heard it was so easy to get in this year. And I was like, well, let me <laughs> quote some numbers at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... 
Yeah, I, I think I think it really says some good things about the future of the sport and yeah. where we are right now. And, you know, what happens when you give women the opportunity to shine in races? You know, when, when you make it a little, quote unquote, easier for the amateur athletes to qualify. Right. I mean, the pro women, too. It was way too hard for too long. It was ridiculous. So now, yeah. And even as the age group where I can speak for from for like male interference, especially on the bike, mm-hmm. I'm, I've had to soft pedal plenty of times, oh, yeah. guys. You pass them and then all of a sudden they don't want to be passed and then they cut and block you. It's it's It makes it harder. Oh, yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. All right. So we got all of our Kona feel. So now we can move on. The other non-Kona things. And everybody has to pick one. Uh, who wants to go first? What was your favorite moment from this year? I feel like you want me to pick on you. Jocelyn. My favorite triathlon moment um was when emma pellet brown got her period during a race <laughs> and that photo oh, went gosh. viral <laughs> because some dude like was like this is like embarrassing and she's like let me talk about it and that was that your favorite really, moment of the whole year i just love that it like she she like owned it and she made it like a thing where oh yeah like 50 percent of the population has periods like what's the big deal and i really love that the impact it had i did like it was like in some random i was reading some other random not triathlon thing like in like l magazine today and they like mentioned that and i was like what like this oh, is it went, other, yeah it went, it went global and viral like particularly in the uk as well i don't know oh, like over here but a lot of the other like non it was on um I even heard it on like BBC Radio 2, which huh. is like one of the national broadcasters. They literally mentioned her picture and her name, like talking randomly about stuff. Hmm. I was like, wow, that's that's pretty amazing. All right. Good good pick. Good pick. Did not see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sarah, do you need me to call on you, Sarah? Sure, sure. Uh, I was going to say uh, Roth was oh. like pretty, pretty epic. Um mm-hmm. You know, I think that was probably our our only like Iron Man distance. I was going to say Iron Man, but uh Iron Man distance men's women's world championship equivalent, like same day race. And it was it was really cool to follow. Did you I mean, Danielle? I've never done it. You never done it. Um, but it just seems like it was an absolutely insane day from from Danielle and from the other women and super cool. Super cool to like be able for Danielle to be able to put that up there. Um, Cause I know obviously Kona wasn't, she didn't knock it out of the park as she has in the past, but just feel like, yeah, she, she is the greatest. Um, and you can't forget that. She really just is. To, yeah. Just look back to July. Like, yeah, that was insane. It was insane. And don't, don't discount her mo- yeah, moving forward. Never. If she, yeah, never. Cause like, I think the the memory of the the sport's so short sometimes. Like people people forgetting that she's there at Kona. It's like, seriously, did you see what she did in July? Yeah, <laughs> I think she's not. I think she's not as consistently up there right. as she used to be. But you can never write her off because she can pull when she's on. She'll do a performance like Roth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the dust. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I like how she owns it when she wins. Yeah. I sometimes want to be, oh, I just want to thank. She's like, no, yo, <laughs> I did this. I love that. I love that. 
she was so down at Roth. I was talking to um old Sarah, Sarah Gross, and when we were in, and she's like, oh yeah, like Anne Hogg was there. Like you like forgot the people she would like beat because she won by Chelsea, right? Like um, it was so many, it was so many minutes because it was so such a crazy race. Like no, it was, it was a stacked field, and she was just ten shoulders above everybody else. I think it was all it all like when because I picked I picked Roth as well from that <laughs> from that element of like just. I, and I was there watching and and kind of working at the race, and I remember seeing her come out of the water on Fenella's feet, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> like this is on, like mm-hmm. that's just, and it was, yeah. From then on, I think like with yeah, Chelsea was there and Annie and that performance, Lisa, was, yeah. yeah, Lisa, Fenella, Laura Phillip. Right, that's right. right. Yep, yeah, it was just yeah. It was pretty, like pretty good. Level. I did pick a second one in case someone picked. In case someone one. picked Roth. Okay, yeah. we'll let you have a second one. <laughs> my so Roth was my first one as the moment of the year. Um, and then I do think like the PTO US Open. Um, which one? Like Taylor, but mine was like Taylor's performance. I thought was great, and that's kind of like the first sort of. Um, we all knew she was good, but it's that sign that she is stepping up, and it was obviously before Kona. Um, but actually like just that again and unfortunately we didn't really see it on the coverage but the 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 race for like the lower rankings and this is where I think the coverage we need to get better like the what was it the the cat Ellie it was like four through seventh was like yeah and that sort of sprint Mm -hmm. finish and I just think the the caliber of women's racing as well there is is lifting up and it's it's super exciting so that was my like my second moment if someone someone else said raw (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. It was like really, really close, like being yeah. there. Yeah, it was like super, super tight racing. Well, to piggyback on top of that, I think how successfully that whole race weekend went, right, right, I think really demonstrates that the festival idea is, yeah, oh, it's nationals. how we have to, yeah, it's how we have to mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah, you have to do festivals right there, right? You know how like everyone calls something a festival. Yeah, like, I you know that's been happening, right? And then you like show up to like the local Olympics. That's like we're having a festival, and it's like, and you're like, there's 50 people doing a 5K. Like, why this, why yeah. do I care about this? Right, passing just, out cowbells doesn't right. make it a festival. And then they're like, and then they like want you to stay. They're trying to. They're like, oh, it's a festival. You should stay. And you're like, you don't have food. You don't have drinks. Why? And then they'll have vendors <laughs> for like home improvement projects. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Like, what kind of festival have you been to? That actually oh, sounds kind of great. Yeah, I was like, where is this? I tried to take my child to festivals that I thought were like family friendly. And it was like, it's all just like, this is a gutter company. Wait, this wait, wait. are you like... talking about actual festivals or triathlon festivals? <laughs> I was going to say, actually, the only actual festival. There are are triathlon expos that have strange (laughs) vendors. Okay. Okay. Noted. Noted. (laughs) That that took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. My, Khadija, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Um, I enjoyed being at the WT finals. Mm, So that was, um, it was, it was, it was kind of like a festival. Um, Did it have I did, did it have and Pontevedra, yeah. And I really—that's the second or third time I've been to Pontevedra. I really like that 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 area. The cycling is great. Lots of trails to run on, and um, I like crit racing. And so the bike portion of it, I was hanging over the railing, hollering in English and Spanish, going nuts. So I really enjoyed that. 
Um, and you got your, you flew with your bike, so you don't, you have <laughs> yes, problem. I have my bike. Thank you very much. Your experience yes. was not tainted yes, right. by a yes, missing bicycle that's held hostage somewhere. I feel like there are yes. some people who would not put that on their top, uh, moment of the year. So. 180 of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, that and, and the swimming and doing the alligator lighthouse swim, oh, that was, that was, that was the first time I entered an event that. I wasn't confident I was going to finish. So I was just like, Ooh. I knew, I, I knew I could do it, but then I wasn't sure if I could do it. So I just dove in and took off and kept swimming. <laughs> this is how I feel about UTMB. See, that's why I need to, cause I'm not sure I can do it. So I got to do it. Yeah. I'm just reading the book. I've just finished the book about UTMB. Oh, about UTMB. Oh, just about nearly finishing. Yeah. There you go. It's pretty cool. All right. That's good. It's a good pick though. Cause my pick was going to be um, being at the Paris test event, which was super, super cool. And I think, um, like one, it was really, really cool to see. I think triathlon is going to be a marquee event at the Paris Olympics, like just seeing how they've set it up and everything. Like, I think it's like, it's designed to bring out crowds to be like iconic. It's going to be on like prime time in France, right? Like, I think they've really like set it up that way. Um, and it was also like, man, Beth Potter's like, if, like, I think enough people have it, people haven't appreciated enough how crazy it is that she was a track and field Olympian eight years ago. And then she, and to get named to the British team, she had to win her podium both at Paris and at the world final. And she just like did it like that's, I mean, it's going to be a create, like it'll be a different race next year. If Georgia Taylor Brown comes back, if Flora Duffy comes back, which I know is like a big if, but that was, it was really, it was, it was, it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. And the mixed relay is crazy on that, like on mm -hmm. that course. Yeah. I just think it will be a different race with, I think Taylor Nim's going to be in a different league next year. Oh yeah. I think it's going to be a different, like I think this year, Cassandra Rogran and Beth Potter were able to like do what they do. And I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case at the Olympics next year, but still, I think enough people have not appreciated like how crazy Beth's season and like transition. Yeah. Cause she didn't used to be, she came across and everyone's like, Oh, but she can't swim or she yeah, can't. Right. Right, she can just run. Right. Um, but yeah, that's she's now kind of the, the And you think about like how many runners, think about like all the elite pro runners who've been like, I could do triathlon. Yeah. And they like try and they just like bomb out crazy, right? Like it's actually very hard. <laughs> like it's humbling, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I remember when do you guys remember when Alan Webb was gonna Yes. Oh my god. Oh, yes. I, I, oh yes. yes. I definitely got in some fights. <laughs> with like his wife about that because i was like he was, he was just like oh it was I'll be. personal he okay. was like i'll be i'll be he was just like way too cocky that it was going to be mm -hmm. easy yeah well what i didn't understand was <laughs> i mean athletes already totally burnt out and fried in one sport what's the likelihood they're going to want to take on three sports <laughs> exactly like all of a sudden like you're gonna get the mojo back that you haven't had in many years times three yeah <laughs> it makes sense sarah all right were those all of our favorite moments were there any favorite moments we missed i mean overall i think we got the point like it was really exciting racing this year yeah, yeah. uh how about the favorite moment of this podcast happening and okay. rebranding what yeah, is that yeah, your okay? Yes, right. that was oh, one okay. of my favorites. Getting asked to join the group ride. <laughs> Bigger and better than ever. All right. So then if we're looking forward, because when we come back, it'll be 2024. What are you looking forward to next year? 
I'm going to tell you guys, I'm very excited. I know this is like since I was just on a theme. Or old Sarah has decided me and her are going to the Olympics to do coverage. Oh, we were going to call her classic Sarah. Sorry, Sarah, Sarah 1.0, classic Sarah, okay. <laughs> who runs Feisty, has decided we're going to go to the Olympics and like wander around the streets and, you know, ask, do like social viral coverage, asking people any questions. So I'm very excited about this. I have tickets. It's going to be very Ooh. cool. Well, do, you have, do you have tickets for track and swimming? Ooh, oh my god triathlon. you go swimming oh well it's out on the road yeah you go swimming that's impressive yeah those are hard i to like get. had to like you know what i mean you had to like go to the lottery to find tickets that were only three hundred dollars yeah it's a whole thing yeah what's um, the you, date of the triathlon july 30th and 31st for the men's and the women where will i be then have you been to olympics <laughs> before kelly I went to the Atlanta games and let me tell you a fun story about when you back in the day, you know how now to get tickets to the Olympics, there's like an online lottery. You like, just like back in the day, it was like sorority style matching. You like filled out this form and you ranked in order, like your preferred events. And then they would like match up your ranking preferred with like what tickets. And then you would like get back in the mail. Like these are the tickets you have received. That's crazy. Yeah, I think crazy. When was Atlanta? Mm. 96. 96. 96. Yeah. My parents had just moved to Atlanta. They actually hosted a family from. Oh, really? I don't know. I can't remember. I know they spoke Spanish, though, because that's why they picked. Uh, um, <laughs> so you they got picked selected? My, my family. Yeah. Okay. I well, wasn't uh, there at the time. I was in school, but. I went to Georgia Tech after Atlanta hosted the games and our swimming pool was the one that was in the Olympics and the dorm I lived in my first year was the Olympic housing. Oh, that's probably wow. the closest I've gotten to the Olympics. Have <laughs> you been to pool. the um down in LA? There's still, like the Coliseum pool and it's like super super slow cuz they haven't like renovated it since like 68 or 64 or whatever it is. Not been to that one. Well, how is three dollars? It's three dollars. Oh yeah, yes, the Kadisha. Pool, always, very, oh my I god, swim yes. in slow pools. It's like Jello. That's how all the pools I swim in are. There like are no, there are there are actually slow pools and fast pools, like legitimately. I often <laughs> think it's just my lane that's slow. No. Does that happen? Same, same. <laughs> you guys, there are actually slow pools and fast pools. Sarah will back me up on this. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for Sarah to jump in about her Olympic stories and that she's been to the Olympics. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm watching. I'm, <laughs> I'm more interested. In, I was just it? thinking about Jello pool. Yeah. Like, and then I'm like, Jello. When's the last time I had Jello? And that's where you like, went. I, I, yeah, I know that's, that's where, where I went. you went. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I did have a pool, day at the pool. One of those, like, this is probably meters. It's not yards. <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> I have that all the time in the US. It's so yeah. confusing. I'm like, ah, damn. <laughs> all right. Other than the Olympics, though, what else are we looking forward to next year? Our croissant shirts. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I think maybe like Lake Placid. Oh, yeah. It's... We're all doing Lake Placid. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I actually have a coach now. Oh. I met with my coach for the first time today. So oh, I've, did you? I've never Amazing. had a coach. So. That'll be interesting. I am not doing Lake Placid. But you're coming You're coming up to hang out. I, it, I think it's like a five or six hour drive. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah. sure in the US, isn't it? Yeah. It's, like a, it's just like a daily. Yeah. yeah. I'm driving all the way from Atlanta. So you can drive from where you're. 
How long There's is the room drive? in the van. Oh my gosh, you can pick me up along the way. I bet I'm, <laughs> I'm on the way. I'm already picking up Jaja, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wait, obviously, what? we're all going to uh, go to Nice together, of course. To eat croissants. That's what I took away from this, yes. Croissants. And to get exclusive NQ shirts. Oh, Nice qualified, right. Yeah. I was like, NQ. NQ24. <laughs> I do think Nice will be cool, I was though. like, is that a hip-hop group? I don't yeah. know about <laughs> Possibly <laughs> as well. Could be. Could be. Uh, we could start one. <laughs> oh, no. I already got you in a lace front wig, Sarah. We can't. <laughs> your husband, your husband would kill me. <laughs> Bring it. Makeover time. <laughs> Eyelashes. Um, these will be cool, though. I do think it'll be cool to have. I'm like, it's not going to be the same as Kona. Like, we've talked about a bunch. But I think it'll be really cool to have all women's Iron Man over there. You over know there what I'm looking them. forward to? What? gloating after we see the dnf rates from kona for the men (laughs) (laughs) and hearing how miserable their experience was without all the women there like that's what i'm looking forward to oh i feel (laughs) bad for the local was gonna be everybody flexing and (laughs) yes i reckon the locals uh, are gonna be bring back the women bring back the women yeah Yeah. only women yeah. Women's World Championship only from now on. Yeah, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we want to. We because we want you to have the coverage. Now we're good. We're yeah. good. <laughs> uh, like, women only ever or nothing. <laughs> all right, is that all we're looking forward to next year? I feel like there are a lot of other things well, happening next year. <laughs> the funny thing was, so I took a very boring like race line, but then I was like, then you mentioned the Olympics. I was like, oh, I had forgotten it was the Olympics next oh, year, yeah. and then I was like. Oh, and I've forgotten it. We're in Nice, and I've forgotten that it's seventy point three worlds in Topor. And yeah. I, I, my thing I'd picked was I'm just, I don't know if it's exciting, but I'm intrigued to see from a professional side of things how the PTO how series plays out. out with the Ironman, the Ironman series, and who picks what, what? who, which yeah. of the few athletes try and do both, and then if they sandbag the PTO because they're obviously just getting a contract to start with paid, mm-hmm. and then try and do so. Yeah, a little bit controversial. I'm not sure it's like an excitement thing. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, we like controversies. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then within that, there's going to be some great racing, I think, on both sides. And then obviously you then add in yeah. Olympics, Nice, Topo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because PTO, the first announcement, I was like, "Oh, shots fired!" And then, <laughs> and now they're like, "We don't came have right back at the it. race schedule like, oh. yet." I know yeah. they yeah. were like, "Oh, oops, our bad. We'll have it in early 2024," which is just like that's just not going to work, guys. Like, yes, people are just not going to like. They're definitely not going to get age groupers at that point because Khadija has her schedule planned for the next four years. Like. <laughs> oh, and speaking of age groupers, I'm excited that Nationals is within driving distance, like very, very close driving distance, less than an hour and a half. At- Atlantic City, That's is a- that? Atlantic yeah. City. So, and okay. maybe it's a PTO race too. Maybe it's not. We don't know. We don't know. I no. can't say. They haven't announced oh, it. Sid might know, but she can't <laughs> She can't say. Okay. Um, pros and cons. Gonna... Pros, it's drivable distance. Cons, it's Atlantic City. Right. Hans, it's the, it is the week before Nice, but I don't have a Nice slot yet. But you're going to get one. 
I, I I really hope I get one at Eagle Man so I don't have to do Lake Placid. <laughs> don't want to do more than one Ironman every 10 years. <laughs> well, you know, Lake Placid is sold out because all of us are doing it, obviously. Okay. So, so, so I don't have to do, I, I just got to, I just got to do well at Eagle Man. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would imagine, I don't think I'm like uh, saying anything controversial here. If it's the week before Nice, I would imagine there isn't a PTO race at that racing right. as there's also one the week after right. Nice, which oh, has already, and, that has already been announced. That. So I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hypothetically, that, hypothetically, would, not be, sure. that would not go well. However, <laughs> however, saying that anything, it might have all changed. and yeah. Anything is possible. Yes, uh, but that's, that's the a, Iron Man slogan. That's the wrong that's slogan. Exactly. <laughs> like, wait a second. I, I we said had, that. I said that embarrassingly at Challenge Roth at the press conference, like a few years ago. Like I think I'd come back, and obviously it was again. I think it was. It must have been the year before last, and stacked field. And I think they were talking about you know whether you could win, and I stupidly just finished it off and said you know, but you know anything could happen or anything is possible and as soon as I said it I was like oh god what have I just done <laughs> on the press conference that challenge okay. have you guys um in French the Iron Man slogan translates to uh impossible is nothing which is Adidas yeah. right which is like an interesting version you know you're like oh oh yeah because they switch everything yeah, around they switch yeah around. you're like it's oh. the same Spanish yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Spanish yeah hmm. There you go. Kind of like when you're in uh, like the UK and they cheer on the sidelines. They don't yell, you can get him. They yell, he can be gotten, which I think what? is like a much more interesting. That when I was doing like a 5K and I thought that was in Ireland, maybe it's an Irish thing, which I think is an Irish thing, which I think is like a really interesting way to cheer. It's like, we don't know if you're going to do it or not. He can be caught. You might not, you know, <laughs> it's like it just changes it around. You know, in know. Chinese, they say Jaiyo, Jaiyo, which literally means Pump gas, pump gas. Wasn't that a song? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a number of ways that could be taken. All right. <laughs> um, Sarah, did you tell us what you're looking forward to next year? I said Lake Placid. Oh, right. Lake Placid. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting Lake Placid isn't circled on everyone's calendar in the whole world. I'm going to go over, <laughs> at the very least, I've got to go over and cheer people on. Good. And just like, you know, enjoy yeah. your suffering. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I actually like, I hate making plans at this point because the last however many years have taught us that like making plans is a terrible idea. Um, But making plans is a terrible idea. I know. Don't tell Khadija. This is like ruining her. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, like everything, right? You can't predict like the world could change in the next year, right? Like every time I've been like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Like everything goes to hell or things change. But in the summer, I am in theory right after Lake Placid, going to the Paris Olympics and then the Tour de France Femmes and then Ironman World Championships in Nice. And so I'm like, it's going to be, I mean, for all that we've established, I love France. It's going to be a kind That's of Christmas. Gonna, that is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little bit jealous of that. It's going to be kind of crazy. That'd be pretty so, cool. So. That's pretty cool. You could get a little apartment. Well, that's what original Sarah is going to do. Sarah oh, original. <laughs> the original. OG Sarah. Um, I'm excited about getting the conclusion to the the bike heist. Like, are these hostages oh, getting gosh. 
it has to, I mean, they got to get saved next year, right? Unless it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. yeah that was, I was surprised by the number of people who trusted them with their bikes for Cozumel and all these other races. There is no up. Did, nah, did you couldn't have taken my bike for free. But didn't Iron Man step in and did, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of cover that? I don't know. That's well, what for the journey out there, but not the journey back home. Because I think Khadija, like you have to turn it in so early in advance. I think some people had already turned their bikes in. Yeah, I was going to say they probably you have to turn it in, don't you? Like four like, weeks out. Yeah. yeah, but even coming home, I would have been traveling with an empty bike. Case. Oh, yeah, there is yeah, no yeah. way. There is no. But there's people that just I was. Yeah. Good luck with that. Not do you me. Remember, do you remember in high school when like the rich girl had like the pants that you always wanted and she didn't like care and she would like fall down in the mud in them and you'd be like, oh my god, I would love to have those pants and she'd be like, whatever, I don't care, I have seven pairs. Maybe it's like that. Yeah, it is. I think that is possible as well. Weirdly specific, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was her name? Yeah, <laughs> what her name? And was what Heather. were the colored pants? Because I'm pretty sure you know them as well. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, guys. There's a Heather in every high school. You know, we it's had school a- uniform. Oh, <laughs> didn't have that yeah. option. There was no Did- no wanting other people's school uniform. Did it have juicy on the butt? No. Oh juicy. my god. That's not a thing, guys. Not <laughs> Sarah already has a lace front wig. <laughs> I'm just saying high school, like time wise, I feel like they made it the juicy pants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I keep forgetting like how far behind in uh, you know, the trends make it to New Hampshire or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right to finish out the year i mean we did our ama episode but to finish out the year sarah what's your final random question of the year you have okay to- correct me if i'm wrong did i hear that super league is changing their name well they just the big u.s races they're calling the triathlon majors okay all right because my question would be what would you name super league mm. <laughs> i would name it super duper league <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd name it overcomplicated league dude the problem with super league is every time you type that into google it like pulls up um rugby soccer yeah soccer or rugby and yeah like, really nothing okay um Wait, what if you google super duper league <laughs> all right that's a thing <laughs> well, i think i think jocelyn's gonna create her own com- like competitive series with all right so this is gonna be a jocelyn related question what's everybody's pick for the juiciest piece of gossip that comes out of triathlon for next year like oh i thought you were gonna say for this year and i was like i can't tell you man (laughs) no no. we're we're forecasting into the future we're just gonna we're just gonna make something up right here okay here's my this is not like okay ready ready here i'm going hot take or hot what was that that was that the hottest hot take yeah i think triathlon is poised for better or worse to have kind of it's like me too moment and so what i think <gasps> is we're going to start to hear a whole bunch more like random toxic uh, like rumors like, and you know like what i mean the like sky munch interview well like hers like it's just i'm not saying that that was like abusive i'm just saying like there's a whole lot out there that you hear from everyone and you've heard for decades and decades and decades and we all know it and i'm and obviously the problem or not the problem but one of the things with those moments is when they happen it just becomes like this avalanche of cascade and like people who are just like shitty people but didn't like break a log get swept up in it too right like it becomes everything and i think 
triathlon might be, I mean, I've been wondering for a couple of years why it hasn't happened. And I'm just like, I'm reading a room. I'm reading the vibe guys. And I think that's my, that's my hot take juiciest gossip Ooh. for next year. Uh -huh. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. There you go. All right, Jocelyn, I know you, you have something good. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to have a, like a huge doping scandal. Well, yeah, that's probably true too. Yeah. And it's going to get ugly and, and there's going to be like somebody that's like, that's like, was it Tyler Hamilton that like told, uh, told on um, Lance Armstrong, mm. but no, someone's going to get, Landis. okay. Yeah. Was, someone's going to get busted and be like, oh yeah. If you give me a shorter sentence, I'll tell you like all my training partners and where we get our stuff from. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't like I, it, but yeah, I'm going with, there's going to be an Olympic love triangle. Well, that's just, uh, well, duh. <laughs> and <laughs> love triangles. <laughs> and somebody of the three is going to get a gold medal. Like somebody else is going to be heartbroken. And the third person is going to go on and write a tell-all book. Hasn't that already kind of happened? This is why I was Sid. I'm like, Sarah, I feel like you're just stating facts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> except for the book part. But Someone's going to sleep with someone on the selection committee and get selected. No, that, that's already oh, happened oh, as well. Oh, <laughs> that happens way to mute Jocelyn's mic earlier today. Oh my gosh, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. That happens all the time in podcasts. Podcast, you can't all talk at once over each other. And also, I feel like Sarah was on the selection committee before, and no one slept with her. Okay, <laughs> like, you don't know that. <laughs> all right, other other federations, we might say, bye, have bye, had bye. controversy like that. I, like I your promise not to say anything crazy. Oh my gosh! All right, well, Khadija, now is your chance. Say something crazy. I didn't have anything crazy. I was just looking forward to the battle between PTO and Iron Man. Sure, sure. I, I think somebody's going to offer more money or do something. To, I think it's just going to be a back and forth over who wants to hmm. who wants to own it all. This challenge. I know. Andrew Messick is going to work for PTO. Ooh. Or vice versa. <laughs> that Sam, would be juicy. The other way, Sam Renouf is going to work for Iron There you go. That's more likely. That's for damn sure. <laughs> All right, Sid, you get the last one. What's your wild? The gossip. All right, I'm yeah. going to go. <laughs> it's like, I think what a high prominent, a prominent name in the sports, so a high profile athlete is going to go on a reality TV program. You know, like the Tad, Ted Lasso football went on love island i think so i thought sarah was going to say about the love triangle and like one's a gold medal one's going to get hurt the other one's going to go on reality TV. one's going to go on the bachelor and you're totally right or too hot to handle forget the book actually a good idea isn't there wasn't there some race that was on an island a couple years ago or something like that they could do it there yeah yeah yeah. the one in the bahamas uh do you guys ever watch too hot to handle i bet somebody could go on that that was great they are the whole thing with you how to handle is you're not allowed to have sex or you lose the money. Ooh, uh, who, who would be your pick though for going on a reality TV program? Uh, like the, I mean, basically any of the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, spend a year. <laughs> so a bunch of dudes on an island. 
You're just talking Kona. No, I'm just saying, oh. like, out of all the triathletes. That's the reality like, TV program, Kona. If, <laughs> like, too hot to handle, if too hot to handle is like, oh, we want to put a triathlete in here because, like, people weirdly think, like, in their head, they're like, oh, they're fit. They'll be attractive. They, like, don't quite know, right? And they're like, then, and they're like, oh, we want a triathlete. I'm telling you, like, basically any of the men would raise their hand, right? Like, if you think of any triathlon dude in the top, I'm talking, like, the big names, who would not, like, sign up for that, they all would, you know. I- think so no because it's too much of disruption to training that's what i was thinking they're gonna struggle mm. with the training element oh interesting, interesting yeah they can be Don't running on tell the me or something sam Laidlow wouldn't go on one of those in a second he definitely would well, as long as they could train, they can't train. You can't train on a reality TV show. I mean, we don't Not know really what yet. his dating life is like. Oh, He's... we know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what what is. I mean. Film me in because I'm not. I'm sure. That's an offline affair. Yeah, you're like i He would fit right in on too hot to handle. I think is our general oh. our general. <laughs> okay, you know what? We are going to wrap up this podcast episode <laughs> and hit uh, stop recording. But it's been a lovely year with our if we're riding people. We can't wait to check in with you in 2024. None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner in Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Orca wetsuit. Apex is number one. But... There's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. Iron Women is excited to announce a new partnership with Bicycle, the largest global marketplace for pre-owned bikes. With more than 20,000 pre-owned and refurbished road, gravel, mountain, and triathlon bikes available, Bicycle connects buyers and sellers on a global scale and makes the process of buying and selling bikes safe, easy, and convenient for riders. We all know there are plenty of marketplaces and classified sites out there, but what sets Bicycle apart is their guaranteed buyer protection, secure payments, simple shipping, and first-class customer service. Additionally, when you sell a bike, Bicycle provides a bike box directly to your door and coordinates pickup at a time that works best for your schedule. That kind of service has me swayed, and I'm cleaning up one of my old race bikes to sell on Bicycle right now. For a limited time, you can save up to $100 on your purchase at Bicycle by entering the code FEISTYTRY, all caps and one word, at checkout. That's code FEISTYTRY at Bicycle.com, B-U-Y. 
C-Y-C-L-E.com. 